Hi, Centerpoint Church. Well, welcome to Centerpoint at home. We hope you just enjoyed some worship, whether it's in your living room or by yourself. We hope you enjoyed it from our team this morning. But hey, this is Centerpoint at home. I'm speaking to you probably on your phone or on, on, a, on a screen in your living room, in your bedroom, wherever you might be. And I just want to say welcome wherever you are, whoever you are, whether you're a part of Centerpoint Church, you've stumbled across our link somewhere. Um, this is us welcoming you in today, even though we're with you in your home. Um, but welcome to Centerpoint Church. We're so glad that you're here. But hey, this is very new and uh, you'd be well understood for thinking maybe this is too much new. But uh, hey, we hope it's a great opportunity for you to learn some new things as it has been for us here at Centerpoint. And for me this week, we've learned a ton of new things. And, um, but we actually believe it's going to be a great opportunity for us, even though that we're more socially distant, that we will become closer than ever. Closer as a church family to each other, in our groups, with individuals together, but also closer to God. We believe it's a great time that as we withdraw and, and as we seek Him more, we will become um, even more closer to God. But in this new environment is new culture. We understand church, what it's like here week to week in this building. But what is church like when you're at home on a device, on your computer, on Facebook? So I want to go through just a few cultural things that are going to help us have a great experience and, and, and achieve community right from your home. Number one, let's get behind Centerpoint at home. Let's get behind church. You're probably watching from a Facebook player, maybe through our app, and uh, there's a little link there that you can share with other people. Maybe there are people in our church that can't find it or struggle with technology. Maybe you have friends that you've never been able to invite to church and would love to give them a taste of what it's like. Why don't you hit that share button and get behind church? Be excited every week that it's on. Share it with your friends that it's upcoming and remind each other that church is about to start. Number two, let's take lots of photos. If you've got people over, if you're having a barbecue, while we're allowed to be doing that, um, why don't you take a photo and share it? And uh, we're going to use the hashtag closer than ever. And uh, you can also address it to Centerpoint Church Brisbane at Centerpoint Church Brisbane on Instagram, um, even the Centerpoint Young Adults, Centerpoint underscore YA. Um, we would just love to see what you're doing and share with each other each week what's going on at Centerpoint Church. Number three, we, we just want to be consistent. Every week we want to show up to church. We want to, we want to build that consistency into our lives. So it's no different at home. Let's be consistent with viewing church, with being a part of Centerpoint at home. So every week at 9.30 or at 5, just tune in. Make it a priority, put time aside, and let's, let's be a part of it. It's not a devotion to be done on a Monday or, or a Tuesday, even though it's on demand. Let's make it a priority. Let's make it a time where we come together and tune in all together. Number four, let's engage in church. When we're in this room together and the preacher is preaching a great word, we engage. We acknowledge the points that they say. We say amen. We agree. And so let's, let's be encouraging at church, at home. In the comments section, if you're watching on the, on the uh, live premiere, let's, let's get engaged in the discussion down below. Use some comments, encourage, build people up. Let's chat to each other. But hey, let's be positive. In church, in this building, we only call out if it's uplifting, if it's up encouraging, if it's building something. So let's do the same. If you have something that's negative or an opinion about something that's being spoken about, please send us a message at another time. But let's keep the chat below uplifting, positive and encouraging. Number five, let's keep being generous. Let's keep giving. You know, it's 2020. 
and a lot of people that we know are, are giving online or through our app. But in this hard time, we know that God is still God and we are still generous people. So if you have people that don't know how to give or haven't set up their online giving, why don't you give them a hand? Why don't you download our app? It's um, tailor-made for all of our giving here at Centerpoint Church, and it makes it so much easier. Um, you can give via Apple Pay. You just put your credit card details in. You can set up something that's recurring or a one-time gift. But hey, we just want to give that, make that as easy as possible for you to continue your giving if you would like to. But moving forward, we just want to make sure that you're connected, that you're informed. And a few ways you can do that is through our app. Um, we'll, we'll put a scan code up on the screen right now and the link that you can follow to download it. It's not available on the App Store or Google Play or anything. It's a special um, access link you need to get that app. But download that. We are working hard to keep that updated. You can actually view our latest posts on social media in that app if you don't have social media as well. But if you do, follow our social media, Centerpoint Church Brisbane. That is our Facebook. That is our Instagram. And we are also regularly emailing and text messaging people for any special announcements that we need to make. And uh, we just want you to stay up to date, stay connected in this time that maybe uh, feel a bit socially isolated. So that's the way we want to do that. And uh, we hope that you find it easy enough to do. If you have any issues whatsoever, feel free to contact the church, send us a message, comment below, ask a friend, someone that's in your group. But hey, that is all from me. It is time to hear um, a great message from Pastor Russell this morning. So I hope you enjoy the rest of your time in Centerpoint at home. And uh, I'm going to pass over to Russell right now. God bless you guys. Well, what an interesting time we've found ourselves in. And uh, who would have thought a few short weeks ago that this is where we would find ourselves. We can uh, legitimately use the term today, unprecedented, slightly an overused term of late. However, this really is an unprecedented time. We've seen people panic buying and uh, rushing to buy toilet paper. Uh, I believe the favourite hymn at the moment is when the roll is called up yonder. Um, events have been cancelled all over the place and you know we have a government pouring billions of dollars to help prop up our economy. People are very fearful and anxious about the future. And so I want to talk to you today about how are we going to respond as a church? How are we going to respond to this coronavirus crisis, as it's called? Crisis being a turning point or a sudden change. So I want this to be really practical and helpful this morning. Um, so here's, here's what we're going to do. Here's how we're going to respond as a church. Firstly, we're going to pray. Number one thing we're going to do is we're going to pray. That's one of the unique privileges that we have as believers in God is we can come together and pray. In fact, I would like to make um, a key verse for us over this next period of time, Philippians 4, 6, which says, Be anxious about nothing, but in everything, in everything, make your prayers and requests known before God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will stand guard over our hearts and over our minds. And that's my prayer for you. And uh, that's what we can do together as a church. We can pray and also uh, encourage you to pray for others. As I said in my last report, my update I gave during the week, uh, lots of people are finding opportunities to pray for people. People are wanting it. So that's what we're going to do firstly as a church. We're going to pray. Secondly, we're going to respond by focusing on what, <clears throat> what is unchanging. There's lots changing at the moment. Lots of things that were um, are no longer as they used to be. I mean, everything changes quickly. I mean, I only have to look into, mirror, into the mirror to know that things change quickly. But with that comes a lot of worry, 
and uncertainty. And the key, I want to say the key this morning to coping with a lot of change is to focus in on what doesn't change. You know, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 18 says to fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. So I want to focus just for a moment on what's not changing. What are some of the things that we know are not changing? Well, number one, God's love for you is not changing. God's love won't change. Romans chapter 8.38 says nothing, nothing is going to separate us from the love of God. And, uh, you know, during this time, I want you to know that no matter what's going on, God still loves you. And in fact, one of the ways that God wants to show his love to others is through you. So just be open to that as well. So God's love is not going to change. Number two, um, God's word never changes. His word is unchanging. Uh, one, of the, one, of, one of these well-worn scriptures, and it's just as real today as it's ever been. And that is this. It says, uh, it says and my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches in glory. And that's real now more than it has ever been, I'm sure, to most of us. And I want to encourage you today that, you know, with that scripture, we don't have to be overwhelmed or panicked uh, because our God is going to provide all of our needs. You know, scripture also says, um, in, in fact, it says 365 times, fear not. That means there's a fear not for every day of the year. And uh, fear is, there's a lot of people at the moment have a lot of fear. And, you know, fear is false evidence appearing real. And it doesn't mean that there is no truth in a fear, but it takes something very small and casts a huge shadow. And, you know, there is the fact there is some things that are changed. There are some things that are real, but fear is casting a huge shadow over people's lives. And uh, so we can know today that we don't have to fear because of the scripture speaks to us every day of the year. So God's love won't change. Um, God's word doesn't change, but also God's plan and purpose for your and my life is not going to change. Romans 8.28 says all things work together for good. It doesn't say that all things are good. In fact, there's a lot of things in life that are not good. Coronavirus is not good. But I believe even that God is still going to bring good out of this. Um, I absolutely believe, I'm convinced that good is coming to me. Good is coming to you um, through this situation. And there's good coming to our church, good coming to our nation. And so God's plan and purpose for our life is not going to change. So that's the second thing. Number one, we're going to pray. Number two, we're going to focus on what's not on what doesn't change. Number three, we're going to keep perspective. Uh, how important is it during times like this that we keep a sense of perspective? And what I'm about to say, I'm not saying it to make light or to underplay what is going on. We have some very real challenges. I know that. But I, I want to encourage us today to keep perspective in all this. And I think one of the ways we can do that is to remain thankful. Uh, you know, the Bible says in all things, give thanks. In any situation, we can find something to give thanks for. And the fact is, we have so much to be thankful for. Do you know that every year, millions of people die from, um, from tuberculosis, from malaria, from diarrhea and the fact is all of those diseases are treatable and um, a huge amount of people would absolutely love um, to have our crisis. They, they think our crisis would almost be heaven in comparison. We have people that are struggling just to find the daily basics of life and I say that to say this, that we need to remain thankful people. We live in a 
uh, privileged land. You know, we have healthcare, we have social security, we have government services. And so I want to encourage you through this time, and it's a great perspective giver to remain thankful for what we have. And during that, determined to become more aware even of the plight of others and how we can help others um, in time to come. So remain thankful. Remaining thankful is a great perspective to keep. Um, we're going to keep perspective by not believing everything that you hear or read. Let me say that again. Don't believe everything you hear or read. The moment the internet is full of, uh, it's full of, Wild, rest, uh, wild remedies. People are coming up with all kinds of remedies. I read the other day that uh, to, to cure coronavirus, all you need to do is get a hairdryer and put it up your nose, and that'll kill the coronavirus. Um, I, I don't know what would happen if I put a hairdryer up my nose. It would probably play a tune or something. Um, but the fact is uh, there's all kinds of remedies out there. Don't believe them. Listen to health experts. Um, don't, don't believe all of the conspiracy theories you read. My goodness, conspiracy theories are running rife. Um, you know, again, listen to medical professionals, not conspiracy theories. Don't propagate them. If you want to listen to conspiracy theories yourself, that's fine, but don't propagate them uh, because conspiracy theories play to people's fears. And listen, let me remind you what Proverbs 14, 15 says, the simple believe anything. But the prudent carefully consider their steps. The simple believe anything. Let's not be simple, but let's be prudent. And let's tr uh, truthfully, let's, let's literally consider our steps. Um, we're going to keep perspective by remembering that not everybody uh, is at equal risk here. Um, the fact is some people are at risk during this coronavirus time. And we're going to be careful about protecting you. need you to know today that you, if you're vulnerable to this, uh, if you come in one of those um, vulnerable categories that we want to protect you. Um, in fact, you're our priority. The reason we're doing this is because you, we, you know, we love vulnerable people and we want to make sure that you're taken care of. But the truth is this this morning, that for most of us, the chances of actually anything um, really bad happening to our health as a result of this is really small so, and extremely low. So keep a perspective on that. Uh, another perspective is we're going to, we're going to keep a perspective of faith and facts, not fear. Faith and facts, not fear. Um, what does that mean? You know, for faith, some people take the view that, you know, with faith that they're bulletproof. They can just charge out there. We can shake hands. We can, we can give someone a hug. And uh, can I just say, at best, that's misguided. And probably at worst, it's a little self-centered and, and possibly even foolish. Um, you know, faith... It isn't uh, in an outcome. Our faith is actually in Jesus this morning. Um, and that means that, that our faith is in a person. And so I want to encourage you to keep your faith in Jesus. But we also want to understand that we're keeping our faith in Jesus, but we're also aware of the facts. And, you know, we, we don't approach gravity with faith. We don't just step off a building in faith. We know the facts. And so, you know, we're, it means so we're, we're going we're, we're gonna to be aware of the facts. We're going to continue to practice personal uh, social distancing. We're going to wash our hands. Um, we're going to look out for one another. We're going to uh, use best practice. And um, if you're sick, we're going to stay at home, etc. So, but we're, so we're going to we live by facts and faith, but we're not going to live in fear. So we're not going to let a uh, health concern, uh, it's not going to become a... Um, a mental health catastrophe for us because, no, we're not living in fear. Our faith is in Jesus. And then I think a fifth perspective we need to keep is 
don't lose your sense of humor. I think laughter through this time is really, really important. You know, the Bible says that laughter is the best medicine. And I'd really encourage you, there'll always be something you can laugh at. And even at times, you know, they say you either laugh or you cry. And sometimes it's appropriate that we cry. That's okay. But uh, I would encourage you to, to have a good laugh occasionally and to find things to laugh at. In fact, I love, the, what, I love what this guy we're about to show you has done. I think he's made a great, uh, he's made a great moment out of something that was probably a big disappointment to him. When your holiday is being cancelled by coronavirus, but you don't want to give up on the dream. I hope you can see that. So I think we can take a lesson from that and uh, let's find some things to laugh at. Don't lose your sense of humour during this time. So we want to pray. We want to focus on things that aren't changing. We want to keep a perspective and number four, I want you to remember this morning that this too will pass. You know, the Bible time and time it says again, it says, and it came to pass. And it came to pass. You know, someone else said, if you're going through hell, for goodness sake, don't stop. Psalm 27 says, even though we go through the valley, and but I want you to know today that we're going to go through. We're going to get to the other side. It reminds me of when Jesus came to his disciples and he said, I want to get on the boat. We're going to go to the other side of the lake. And in the middle of the lake, they had a bit of a storm. Uh, but Jesus was with them and they got to the other side. I want, you to, I want to say to you very clearly, church, we're going to come to the other side. Coronavirus is going to come to an end and the church is going to go on and God's still going to continue to build his church. And the number five thing that we're going to do, and I think this is incredibly important, is I want you to see opportunities. You know, we're not just going to survive through this. We're not just going to survive and protect, but I believe that the church is going to thrive. You know, I... I absolutely believe that the church was made for this. You know, during the Black Plague uh, in Rome, when everybody was panicking, when people were rushing from the city, when people were hoarding, uh, when people were looking out for themselves, it was the Christians that cared for people, that uh, sacrificed for others, that put themselves out on the front line. And it was a result of their sacrifice and it was a result of their heart for people that actually was one of the main reasons that Rome became a Christian city and, and what we know today is the Roman Empire, uh, the, the leader of the Roman Empire became Christian. So I want to encourage you today to see this as an incredible open door. Um, I believe God's going to give uh, you ideas, uh, ministries are going to come out of this and I believe it's going to be one of the church's finest hours. I really do. Um, it's the all thing working together for good. So. Keep your heart open for what God can do through you. I believe God wants to use me and he wants to use you together and all of us together um, through this particular time. So there you have it. I want you to pray. We're going to focus on what isn't changing. We're going to keep our perspective. How important is that? And we're going to remember that this will pass and we're going to look for opportunities. So, you know, our theme for 2020 was build. And I believe that even through this time, that the church is going to continue to build. We're still going to go from strength to strength. And uh, God said he'd build his church and nothing's going to prevail against it. And uh, so that's going to be the story here in our part of uh, our part of Christendom, in our part of the world here at Centerpoint Church. Uh, I, want, I just want to close this section, this message, if you like, with, with a question. Uh, have, have you asked Jesus into your life? You know, I don't want to assume this morning that just the church, people that are normally at church are watching this. Maybe there are some people here today, some friends have invited you or you may be watching this 
uh, just on your own somewhere. I, I want to ask you have have you have you asked Jesus into your life? You know the Bible says that it says of Jesus it says he stands at the door of our heart and he knocks and he says if anyone opens the door I'll come in and have fellowship with them. And if you open the door of your heart as I did many many years ago, uh, I think you'll find these three things. I think you'll find forgiveness. You know, Jesus, it was, said, it, said, it was said of Jesus that it says, He will save His people from their sins. He will forgive you of your sins. That's why He died on the cross. Um, and I believe this morning when you put your trust in Jesus, your sin is forgiven and the results of sin are forgiven. Um, so you find forgiveness of sin. You find a friend. And right at the moment, uh, lots of people need friends. And I believe you've, you, know, you can go through this never being alone because you, you know, the Bible says he's a friend that sticks closer, stays closer than a brother. And uh, so he can be a friend. And also you find a future. You know, heaven is yours. When you put your trust in Jesus, heaven is yours. Simply just, how do you do that? You simply just pray a prayer. And it's simply just, Lord Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. I want you to enter into my life and I want you to be my saviour and I want you to be my Lord. That's as simple as that. And if, you, if you've done that or want to do that this morning or even just prayed it then as I did, just tell someone in the group that you're with or if you're not, contact us in some way. We'd love to certainly help you. Fantastic. Um, let me pray for everybody this morning as we bring it to a close. And uh, let me just, wherever you are, wherever you However you gather together, let me just include you in my prayer this morning. Father, this morning I just pray that during this time that we would um, just know the peace of God in every dimension of our life, in our families, in our homes. And Lord, for, for those who for this is a medical um, crisis or threat, Lord, I pray today that you'll just protect them. Lord, we just pray that you'd help us to care for those who are vulnerable um, but Father, also that you would just have your way and, and your care over their life. Lord, for those who this is a financial crisis, Lord, those that are anxious about their job, Lord, I pray today that your word would be real to them, that, Lord, that they would know today that um, you said that you would supply all their needs according to your riches in glory. So, Father, today I just pray for your provision to be known and your favor to be upon our people in your name, we pray. And uh, so, Father, we just commit this next week to you. Uh, just pray that you'd be with us, our coming out and our going in. Um, and Lord, we'll just thank you that you are in our life and we're not going through this alone. And also we have your church, we have each other. So we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so we're going to finish this morning with our giving. As we've said many times when we meet together, uh, giving is a part of our worship. And uh, as I said just then for lots of people, uh, this is a financial crisis um, and some people are certainly facing financial hardship and I'm believing that God's going to prove himself faithful through this. And so this morning as we give, praying for God's blessing and God's favour upon you and that God would bless this offering today and that as a church we'd continue to make um, great steps forward and continue to be strong. So God bless you as you give. If you, many of you give, have already given online and that's been set up. We thank you for that. Um, for those of you who want to give right now, we're not doing a cash offering um, for obvious reasons. But if you want to take out your phone and go to the app, um, you can then go to the giving section and you can do that right now. Uh, and as we receive that and as we come to a close, um, the worship team are going to lead us in another song. God bless you.
We'll talk again real soon.